You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. You might know my guest today from the notoriety he received when he ran every street in Des Moines from May of 2020 to February of 2021. He's also the president of the Altoona Running Club and is the race director for the club's new Oktoberfest 6K in Altoona coming up on October 2nd. Let's welcome to the program, Matt Millard. Thanks, Lance. Uh, great to be here. Um, glad you could be, let me on. Yeah, well, we definitely wanted to uh, talk to, about this race uh, coming up in Altoona. You're working hard for this. Um, getting it going. I guess it's a race you kind of took over from the Chamber of Commerce, the, the ARC running club took it on. Um, what's it been like being a being a race director here? Yeah, the uh, the, the race, we kind of wanted to make it our, our own, uh, own thing. There's been a couple of fall races here in Altoona previously, um, and so we kind of wanted to make our own spin on it. Week from Saturday, right? Yeah, it's, right. Yep, it's it's coming right up, yeah. A week from Saturday, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we're uh, we're also having a, a kids fun run um, after the six k. Um, we'll have a food truck, a stein holding contest. Um, also, yeah. our our after party sponsor, um, uh, Brightside Ale Works, are brewing a special Oktoberfest beer for our race. So that's kind of cool. Oh yeah, uh, so yeah, we'll have right. all of our own own little is it, beer. Is, what's what's going to be the flavor for that? Uh, it's just a traditional uh, Oktoberfest beer. Um, I'm not the expert on that. I I just like drinking them. <laughs> okay, all right. Maybe you might have an inside uh, inside knowledge on that. Uh, and you're gonna uh, have a have a you kind of want to do uh, everybody dress up uh, in costumes, right? German costumes? Yeah, if, 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 uh, if people dress up, that's awesome. I know we'll have some uh, some people from our club that are going to be dressing up um, in traditional uh, Lederhosen and, and uh, Oktoberfest outfits uh, for the run. So um, just trying to make it a, a fun a fun atmosphere. Okay. And um, I like that you're doing a 6K distance. That that really uh, drew, drew my attention right away because it's it's not a, a distance that's uh, used a lot. Everybody does 5Ks. It's kind of nice to have a different distance, uh, a little longer. Um, so what's the, uh, what, what was your thinking on that, having a 6K? Yeah, so um, we wanted to try and be just a little bit unique, kind of give everybody a chance to have a, a, a PR if they've never raced a 6K before. Um, yep. and it actually fits our course perfectly. So, um, our, our course itself, um, is on the bike trails, um, in Altoona here. And it's, it's, a out and back with a, with a little variation on the way back. Um, so we don't have a road crossing we only have one road crossing on our course. Um, and it's right at the very beginning. So with the, with a 5k, it would have kind of put us right in at the middle or bottom of a hill. And oh, yeah. uh, with, with the 6K, we go all the way up the hill and all the way back down it. So, um, okay. so yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it just worked out great for our course. So, 
it's a little bit of a challenge then. Would yep. you say the, cor the courses? I I don't I don't get over to Altoona much. I gotta admit, um, living in Clive, uh, is the course a little bit hilly then uh, with that hill? I, I would say Altoona is not hilly, but we did find a couple of hills. Um, the, yeah, there's a couple of hills in the in in the town, and and we found them. So, um, okay. it's it's not not terribly steep compared to some other races I've ran, but. Uh, it does have a couple of hills on it. All right, and um, and you got the support of the uh, Tuna Running Club behind you. Uh, you've got twenty some odd members, right, of the club, or something. Like yeah, that. we have just we have just yeah we have just over uh, twenty paying members. Um, we kind of started out uh, back in twenty eighteen, um, kind of as a response to the Molly Tibbetts uh, abduction when she was running. I had somebody reach out to me asking, you know, were there any running groups in town? They were kind of afraid to go out and run. Um, and I had kind of been mulling around the idea of starting up a club. So um, we created a, a face group, Facebook group together. And um, that Facebook group has grown to, I think as of today, it's 360 people in the group. Um, okay. So yeah, we, uh, we do uh, weekly group runs here in Altoona from Brightside. Um, we do those Thursday nights, uh, seven o'clock most weeks. Um, this week, we just happened to have some homecoming activities here in town. So we uh, moved it up a night. We had our group run tonight um, and we did a trail run instead. Okay, you'll be, uh, you'll be running in the dark pretty soon. Are you gonna start moving those up to six permanently then? Uh, we uh, we run uh, every week, every all year round, no matter what the weather. So uh, okay. we we definitely run in the dark. Um, so everybody brings their their lights and their headlamps and and their warm clothes in the wintertime. I see you do some fun things with those group runs. You had uh, you had a, a dog uh, run one night. Um, yep. So. Yep. Well, we try and mix it up. Yeah, we have we had a, a dog run just a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. For like around Christmas time, we'll actually do a Christmas light tour around town where we uh, bring some Christmas music and and I make a route that I try and find the best Christmas lights in town and. Um, we uh, we encourage all uh, paces and all people to join us. We have uh, usually have two routes. Um, we'll have a, a three mile route and a six mile route. Um, okay. And then we kind of the way we work our, our group run is we'll, we'll go the first mile and we'll stop and wait and and let everybody catch up. And then we'll go again until we get to about mile two and then we'll wait again for everybody to catch up. And then uh, after that, the three milers will head back towards the start and the six milers are, will split off and we'll, we'll tend to pick up the pace a little bit and uh, finish out our, our run. Uh, that way we can, we can you know, have people that do run walk or um, you know, all, different, all different types of runners. Okay, all right. And, um... All abilities, I see. You have uh, yep. just just all sorts of distances and runners. And you, I know, at one point we're talking about doing a hundred miler, a uh, hundred mile uh, race. Is that still on the project? Is that still on the? It's 
it's it's still out there. Um, I'm I've actually been injured since uh, late or late uh, July. Um, I actually uh, was diagnosed with a stress fracture um, in my leg, and uh, so I've been uh, taking it easy um, as best I can <laughs> for somebody who's uh, obsessed with running. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I also am a, uh, a run streaker. Um, so, right, right. so, so today, uh, was run streak day 2140. Um, <laughs> I started back, uh, November 13th of 2015. So I ran at least one mile every day, uh, since then. Um, and then, one mile every day outside since June 30th of 2016. So, um, when when it's 20 below, I'm out there at least running a mile. Are you, are you just running, uh, just a little bit to keep it going? Is that what, uh, what the plan is with this injury or, or yeah. Yep. So, uh, I've been doing some physical therapy, um, where I can get, um, a little bit longer distances in the anti-gravity treadmill. Um, I'm lucky enough to have one here in town at the physical physical therapist. Um, yeah. yeah, so I've been able to get some longer runs in um, with that. Um, it's been a great help. Um, but beyond that, I've only been doing my one mile streak, uh, streak runs and uh, actually hitting the bike. Uh, so I think I did like 100 miles on the bike last week. So are you getting some uh, improve, improvement in the leg or is it just kind of? Yeah, actually, it's, it's definitely getting better. Um, I, uh, I was actually uh, with our group run tonight. I actually did four miles out on the, on the trails tonight. Um, and it, it felt great. Um, had good pace and, and uh, fe- feeling a lot better. So um, well, the 100 the so miler though, I, I, just don't know about that that's uh thanksgiving weekend so i'm about 60 plus days out from that and haven't had anything over a half marathon for a couple of months so um that that's going to be a challenge and i may have to put that off for another year okay have you entered it and and what race was it that you were playing yeah it's it's a shannon house's race the stuffed turkey endurance run okay um yep so i actually have an entry already into it um, so if I may, I may have to either drop down, I think that race has a 10, a 30, a 50 and a hundred mile, um, okay. distance. So yeah, there's some options I may, there yeah, you. I may, may be able to drop down. Okay. Well, to the listeners, um, uh, you, uh, this, uh, streak you had your latest update, um, on Instagram as of September 3rd, you had done during this streak 11,135 miles and an average of 9.23 a mile. So that, that's really going pretty good. <laughs> pretty good clip during that streak, which yeah. of course takes into account some of those miserable miles you ran during your uh, ex- exploration of Des Moines streets. Yeah, that's uh, that, that was another uh, project that I've been, been working on. Um, I've, I've ran uh, every street in nine towns now, um, most of them on the east side of Des Moines. Um, yep. I kind of, I started out with, obviously with Altoona, um, and then uh, did uh, Bondurant, Mitchellville, Runnels, Colfax, 
uh, Carlisle. Um, Windsor Pleasant. Heights, you said. Uh, Pleasant, you yeah, said Pleasant, Pleasant Hill. Windsor. Yep. Windsor Heights, and then uh, I, I did uh, all of Des Moines uh, starting last May um, during the pandemic uh, through February of this year. Right, so, yeah. and um, I remember you were interviewed by WHO, among other uh, TV stations. Yep, like yep. That. So that was kind of cool to get your um, uh, five minutes of fame, 10 minutes of fame, whatever it was. That's yeah. Cool. It, it was pretty cool. Um, it's it was uh, it was really awesome to be able to see all of the all of the areas of town, and it's it's re what's really amazing is I can be driving through town and see an area of town, and I can go back in my mind and remember that run, what I was what I was doing when I was running, what was the weather like, you know, what was sometimes even like if I was listening to a podcast or whatever, I can remember that. It's Okay. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool to be able to do that. Do you have kind of a photographic memory then? I, I don't know. It's it no. just just really sticks with me. Like all those it's I don't even know how many runs it was total. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a uh, one thousand two hundred and fifty one streets in Des Moines and I ran them all. Okay. And you couldn't have done this without technology, um, you know, the modern technology of it all. Um, and you're absolutely, I, I got to tease you here, you're absolutely certain that you did every street. You, there's no side uh, street somewhere that, uh, that you, that you might have missed. You, you sure you got them all? I, I, uh, I scrutinized my map <laughs> up to the very last day. Um, okay. we, we actually, um, yeah, we actually had a group run um, through uh, with Fleet Feet downtown here in Des Moines um, for my last run. We, I had kind of saved some streets around there um, and worked through their, with their social um, group. And uh, we did a four mile group run um, where everybody went and ran the streets that I was still missing with me. So they got to see a little bit of ex experience of kind of how I do it, going down dead ends, go to the dead end, end of the dead end and turn around and come back. Um, okay. And, and, uh, so the the night before I was kind of searching through all my map just to make sure that I didn't miss anything and I actually found a one block section um, that that I had missed and mm. uh, so on the way to the to the group run I went and ran that street um, and uh, it was just a one block section that I had missed somewhere and uh, so uh, when we finished uh, the group run. Uh, verified that my rant ran up or my run uploaded and we were at hundred percent and I made sure to take a screenshot of that. What did you do for uh, like parks? Because there's a lot, you know, a lot of uh, parks that have different streets. Did you, were you, uh, make sure you did all those just um, in case or, or uh... if, if so, this, the website that I use is actually called city strides. And, um, the way that it works is, it has to be an official street of the city, um, and it uses uh, open street maps um, as kind of its back end um, okay. to, to keep track of it. So if it's a street inside of open street maps, um, then uh, it would get on the, on the list. And uh, the way that City Strides works is it puts a node or a spot like at every intersection. 
So um, you could run like a north-south section of a, of a street and it would count the, the east-west intersections. Um, mm. So technically you don't have to run every mile of every street, but um, there were actually a couple other people that had started this project too. Um, and they were actually doing every mile of every street. I, when mm. I started out, I was just doing kind of trying to be the most efficient and not necessarily run every street. Um, but when I found out that they were, they had actually started and were maybe, I don't know, 30 or 40% done um, and doing every street, I kind of felt it was unfair for me to try and say I completed every street, but didn't really run every mile. So I went back and cleaned up all of my areas that I had tried to do earlier. Okay. Yeah. And you estimated uh, about 1,200 to 1,300 miles in total is what you ran. So that's, uh, that's getting around. And of course, um, I remember from your interviews that you did, you were on a podcast as well, that uh, you kind of wanted to uh, break up, you know, the monotony. Uh, this was during the pandemic, um, you know, right at the start of it in May, uh, trying yeah, to do something yeah. different, right? Yep. Yeah, it was it was something that was um, that I could be fairly safe and and be out there um, by myself. I typically run at night. Um, I uh, have a skin condition called vitiligo, where I actually have lost some of the pigment in my skin, and I'm very susceptible to getting sunburns. So okay. I, that's one of the reasons why I typically run at night, and I've just kind of grown to to love doing that um so a, a lot of the a lot of des moines i actually ran at night and some of the areas i would say were probably not the best parts of town um <laughs> to be running at night by yourself um but in, in general i didn't really feel you know afraid or scared of anything um uh, while i was out there i had a, a couple of of uh people that were rather rude to me but in general everybody was uh very welcoming and uh des moines is just a great a great town to run in yeah yeah and um yeah there's and there's so many different pockets you know you can run oh yeah it, 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 all, it all changes you know when you go from um, one street to another it can completely change for you so yeah so yeah, it's, like it's amazing. It's amazing that um, you, there are parts that are there are parts of town that are in Des Moines that are just uh, country gravel roads. You wouldn't think of it, but they are still within the city limits. So um, I was out there running a, a level B mud road um, mm. on the south side of Des Moines, um, you know, and and uh, out in the middle of a cornfield, just running through through a, a part of Des Moines. Okay. Well, what's your next uh, city you want to conquer after you've done, like you said, about eight or nine of these uh, towns? What's your next? Yeah, so I've, uh, I've been working on my hometown. Um, I grew up in Vinton, um, which is in uh, Northeast Iowa between Cedar Rapids and Waterloo. And uh, so I've, when I go back home, my parents, my parents live there still. And uh, when I go back home, I try and pick up a few streets here and there. Um, I think the last time I checked, I'm at about 80% of Vinton being completed. So uh, that one has maybe two good long runs and I'll be done with, done with the Vinton as well. 
yeah, it can't be too big. Um, no, it's not. It's I think it's a little over, a little over a hundred streets, maybe. So okay, kind of like uh, maybe Bondurant, maybe size of Bondurant. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe a little bit bigger, but yeah, roughly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's uh, uh let's uh, talk about um, I guess. Uh, your family here. Um, let's go into that. Um, who's who, who is a, who's in your family, uh, Matt? Sure. Yep. I've uh, just had my 22nd anniversary with my wife this past weekend. Um, we've got a, a son who's 18. He just he graduated last uh, last May. Um, he's looking to get into um, the carpenters union. Um, and. Uh, my okay, daughter, yeah. my my daughter's a, a junior at Southeast Polk, and uh, just having having fun with homecoming this week. All right. Um, now Jackson is your son, right? Um, yep. Is he adopted? Yep. Both my daughter and my son are adopted okay. from South Korea. Okay. Yeah, we adopted our son from China. So I was uh, I was interested in that aspect of talking to you. Uh, Kind of how that adoption all went because um, i know it's it's very time consuming <laughs> <having gone. laughs> yeah so. yeah we we had uh two very different adoptions um with my son uh i think from the time we put in our application it was i think 20 months but by the time he, he from then until uh he actually came home and uh uh, for my daughter, um, it was, I believe, five months. So it was a very quick process. Hmm. Um, she was, she had some special medical conditions, uh, and uh, it turned out by the time that uh, she actually came home, all of that was resolved, and uh, she's been healthy uh, ever since, and we've never had any issues at all. So we were, okay. we were definitely blessed. Yeah, that's good. Um... I know ours took uh, quite a while because uh, Lucas was supposed to be a girl. We were supposed to adopt a girl and <laughs> he ended up being special needs too, but, but he never was. I mean, I don't know why we ever, why he ever was because he's just a normal kid like anybody, any other kid. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, um, I can see how that went quicker because in China they were, the special needs kids were, um, were on a shorter list. Yeah. So. Yeah, she oh, yeah. was she was born premature. She was just over two pounds when she was born, and uh, she came home at six months old at almost sixteen pounds. Mm. So, they uh, mm. they the 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 people that were um, uh, that had her um, in their care, uh, they believed that uh, Americans like big fat babies. So, <laughs> she she got fed every four hours and. Uh, they they definitely did their job. Yeah, for sure. Uh, did did either of them get uh, get your love of running, or or do they uh, like my kids? They look at me kind of funny, like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing all this running? What's the purpose?" Yeah, um, my daughter did go out for uh, for Southeast Polk, Southeast Polk track last year. Um, okay. She ended up getting injured with a stress fracture, similar to what I actually I have right now. Um, so she only got to do about half a season um, last year. Uh, she she thinks she's a sprinter, and she doesn't understand why I want to run that far. 
yeah, it's yeah, it's it is a different mentality. That's for sure. Um, yeah, but there, but my whole family is super supportive uh, of my running. Um, you know, if it's if it's ten o'clock at night and I and they haven't seen me go out for my run yet, they'll ask me. You know, have you ran yet tonight, Dad? You know, they they uh, they know I have that run streak and they wanna they wanna want me to keep it. Okay. All right. You know, I've always thought whenever whenever I think about Tuna, I think, you know, the best place to have maybe not the best place, but an interesting place to have a five K would be at Adventureland. Having one of those, you know, run around the run around the, the you know, the park. To me that'd yeah. be kinda cool. Maybe it's not uh, big enough, but um, just to yeah, just to have a, a little bit of a loop around there, maybe a yep. short two mile or five k race. What do you think? I, I I like that idea. I've also thought about doing one at Prairie Meadows, okay. having it having it around the horse track because there's actually two tracks. They have a practice track, and they also have the main track. And I've I've already mapped it out actually that you could get a five k in. Um, going around both both tracks, so I thought that would be an interesting way to tie into Altoona. Okay, but you have to run the. Are they both dirt? Yep, they're both dirt. Yeah. They would both be okay. both be dirt. So yeah, be off roading then. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. So the since this is uh, Altoona Running Club's first race, um, we've already kind of thought about what what else do we want to do. Um, so we've talked about. Um, possibly putting on a trail race um, and I think we want to do to try and be unique again um, I think we're wanting to do one maybe uh, a, w a winter type race so uh, something like in February something nice and cold with some snow on the ground so uh, make it a little more challenging yeah and that, that was my thought with Adventureland was you'd have it you know during off season you know certainly sure. when, when they're not going and and there'd be plenty of opportunity for that, like a, like a November or uh, early or February type of race. Yeah, something like that. But sounds like you've got something planned. Is it going to be on that trail too that you're using, or is or are you? Thinking no. So we're we're actually thinking about um, either uh, Thomas Mitchell Park, which is a county park, or oh, yeah. um, I also also since the county just bought out uh, Sleepy Hollow. Um, that is another place that interests me about putting on a race out there. Uh, yeah. when I was in, when I was in college, I did a, a couple of mountain bike races that they used to have out there. And I think it would be a really interesting place to do a trail race. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'd have some, certainly some cross country, uh, opportunities there. Yeah. Yep. You could, yeah, you could do, uh, there's a lot of grass there for sure. And of course, um, you know, Southeast Polk has a really good uh, cross-country course. Yep, they, they, uh, they do. We, we actually do uh, quite a few group runs out there as well um, with the club. Uh, right now, it's actually closed. They're actually building a new football stadium on right. a quarter of that course. So they've got a reroute in there. Um, <laughs> that uh, I believe that they just got done. I saw some video of it last week. Uh, so, um, but the, the course right now is, is closed. So no, no cross country in South, at Southeast Polk this, this year. I knew they were building a new stadium and it was right by the course. So I was like, is that going to cut into it? Yep. It sounds yes, like it definitely, definitely did. It 
definitely is. So, all right. Um, so uh, I guess um, let's go into, uh, I mean, you, you don't make it any, uh, any secret that you're an Iowa State fan. I mean, on Instagram, your, your, your handle is Go Cyclones. Uh, yep. So how did you uh, become a, become a uh, ISU fan here? Yeah, I went to I actually went to college uh, at Iowa State. Um, okay. I graduated. I graduated uh, in uh, 1997 with a degree in ceramic engineering. Mm, okay, one one of the many thousands and thousands of engineers that have gone through there. So, is that what yeah. you do now for you know engineering? Um, not really. I actually never really used my degree, um, which kind of is typical. Um, <laughs> I, it, it's so funny because like all of my friends in college, um, I stayed in the dorms and all of my friends were all computer engineering or uh, comp sci. And I was like one of the lone engineering uh, people. And um, so I'm actually in technology now and um, have mm -hmm. been since my first job out of college. I actually work at Principal Financial Group and, okay. and, and do uh, server administration there. So. Uh, do you uh, get to much uh, many cyclone games then? Do you? Do you um, I usually try and get to one a year. Um, yep, I have one coming up. Uh, I think we've got tickets to Oklahoma State here in October. Yeah, are you a basketball fan or not? Um, when they're when they're playing good, it's it's a lot of fun to watch. But uh, when they're not playing good, it's definitely not much fun to watch. <laughs> Yeah, because up until last year, you know, Iowa State, you know, the basketball was the thing to do, and football was like, yeah, you know, that's just yep. just wait until basketball season. But uh, yeah, under Campbell, it's, it's a little different story. So, yep, it's definitely switched around. Yeah, maybe one, maybe one of these years you'll beat Iowa. <laughs> Tease you on that. Um, so uh, I guess if you're running. Since you probably you probably already answered this question for me because of your skin condition, but would you rather run in uh, ten degrees or ninety degrees? Um, I would definitely a hundred percent rather run in ten degrees. Yeah. Um, I uh, I just don't deal well with heat um, at all. I uh, one of the uh, first fifty k races I did uh, was Boonville. Um, Backroads 50k, and oh. uh, that was uh, on uh, Memorial Day weekend that year, and it was the very first hot weekend of the year. It was probably close to 90, 90 degrees, and that course is out in the middle of nowhere where there's no tree cover or anything like that. And um, I actually made it to mile 28. Um, of that 31 miles and oh. uh, sat down on the road and uh, proceeded to pass out and uh, and uh, did not have a good 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 way to finish that race so I ended up having to get drove to the finish line and uh, had to come back another year and, and finish that one well that's we have that in common then because uh i passed out on my first marathon so i joined the club yeah so yeah. i fortunately was helped up and was able to finish but uh yeah i i know that feeling when you're when the uh the old lights go out as i like to call it yeah it was it was not a fun not, not a fun time okay um 
So back to uh, the race and race directing. Um, doesn't sound like this experience is, is going too bad if you're talking about doing other races. Um, what's been kind of the eye opener for being a new race director? Uh, yeah, for, a new for, race. for us, um, since this is our first race, we really didn't have um, any idea, especially with the pandemic, what to expect for signups and the number of people that, get, that were going to sign up. Um, so we kind of went, made our purchases based off of a little bit less than what uh, the previous races had had done in the area. Um, but our our numbers right now are are way below that. Um, we're mm. ten, we're ten days out, and uh, we don't even have a hundred people signed up for our race at the moment. So yeah. um, we're a little disappointed with that. Um, we were planning on two hundred and fifty people. Um, so we've got, we, we kind of had made some decisions where, uh, our race medals, they don't have the year on them. We put the year on the, on the ribbon so we can at least reuse those. Um, okay. so hard. we're, we're trying to, trying to be smart with, with our sponsorship money. We, we actually had great support from the community. Um, so, we have, okay. we have, uh, a ton of sponsors for the race um and uh great swag and uh so uh we would love to have more people sign up we have plenty of stuff to to give away still um uh, so it's a the price point right now is at 35 dollars uh for the race with that you get a, a brooks long sleeve uh race shirt uh oh, neck gaiter oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you get a neck gaiter yeah. uh swag bag a uh, really nice medal um uh, an altoona running club koozie um you'll get and you can enter into the uh, stein holding contest where you'll get your own glass uh one liter stein um for free so uh all that stuff was all supported with our local sponsors okay is that the stein holding contest kind of one that you kind of took from exile from their race I know yeah, I mean, it's, very... you know, it's kind of a standard thing for an Oktoberfest uh, festival. So uh, we yeah. we uh, yeah. we got a, a the sponsor for that is uh, Body Tempering Places, uh, Body Temper Iowa, and okay. uh, so they they uh, they fit in perfectly with something that's a physical event. Um, so uh, we're uh, we're excited to have that. Well, don't get too discouraged because, you know, race numbers are pretty much down across the board for most races. Yeah. So, I mean, it, uh, you know, it is really tough right now. A lot of people just don't want to uh, do races, the pandemic, and they, they just, the numbers haven't been there the last few years. So, yeah. Yeah, we, we definitely long. know, we definitely know we've, we've got a good product um, and, and we're hoping that with the people we do get, we'll get some word of mouth and just uh, continue to grow our race and uh, make it better next year. Yeah, promotion and a good website will go a long way, I think, uh, with, yep. you know, with the new race, for sure. Um, and that's, yeah, that's something that I think might the uh, IMT Des Moines Marathon does really well. You know, they promote the heck out of it. And, um, what's the website where people can sign up for this event? Yep. So the uh, website is http colon slash slash uh, signup.arc6k.com. 
Okay. All right. That's uh, $35. You said that's a lot. You're getting, getting a lot for that, uh, for yep. a race like that. So. Yep. I mean, and our, our, our early registration price was uh, down to $25. So uh, um, if people would have signed up early, they'll, uh, they would have got that for a really cheap price. And then at 10 a.m., I see. So people can yep. sleep in a little bit. You don't have to get up that early. And so yep, we, have a, we have a race at 10. Uh, we have our kids race, which is just about a, a quarter mile loop. Um, uh, we're also, that's a free event for the kids as well, um, fully sponsored. Um, we're giving the kids medals that match their, the, the parents, uh, medals. Um, so, uh, that's a, a free, like I said, a free event Yeah. Um, for up to, we have like 50, 50 entries for that race. Yeah. And, that, and that's good because, you know, some kids races are kind of disappearing because of, you know, they're not, um, vaccinated, you know, and have the chance to vaccinate yet. Sure. So well, that's good to have that. Uh, if people are looking for a race to get their uh, kids out and, and active, you guys have that. Uh, yep, so we'll be, we'll be outside and uh, there, there'll be plenty of opportunity to stay uh, socially distanced if, if that's your, uh, if that's your desire. So um, well, we'd be glad to have everybody come. And the start is uh, pretty close. It's right. You said right by Brightside Ale Works, right by Prairie Heritage Park. It looks like. That's yep. Kind of it's just, where is everything just, at? Yep. It's just to the uh, west of Hy-Vee there in Altoona. And uh, what what do you have going on for um, 2022 as far as running goals? What uh, what's kind of on your plan? Um, I, I think that kind of depends on uh, my 100 miler this year and if that happens or not. Um, I want to, 100 miler is on my list to get done. Okay, that's, so uh, that's, some, that's something I want to get done if it's this year or next year. I want to be healthy and smart about it. So uh, it, it may end up getting pushed till next year. Um, I actually have a uh, signed up with a running coach. So I'm going with, uh, with Lindsay at Swift, Swift Splits, uh, Lindsay Andrews. Um, okay. so, uh, she's, uh, she's been my coach helping me through, uh, some of my training and, uh, up until my injury, I was, I was feeling great. So, um, well, maybe a, that's the question I should have asked you. Um, so well, what have you, uh, learned from having a coach then that you didn't have before? What was, what's kind of been the, the, the biggest benefits there? Yeah. The, the biggest benefit for me is, um, I was tending to do the same pace a lot. Um, you know, I just kind of do my average pace and, and uh, don't necessarily push myself hard um, on week on some workouts and, and uh, with, with her plan, um, you know, I've got a couple of hard workouts a week and um, just that little extra motivation and, and push on those hard workouts. Um, I was yeah. definitely seeing the, the, the benefits of that. And, uh, so, uh, I, I think that if, if you're looking for a coach, um, that's, that's definitely, definitely a great way to go. Yeah. You, you need to vary your pace. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm glad to see that and maybe we'll get you setting some, maybe setting a PR. What's your 5k PR and like half marathon uh, PR? My... 5k PR I, it's just over 20 minutes um okay and 
Yeah, the half marathon, I think I'm at like a hour and 43. And my marathon PR is 346. Okay. So, well, well, maybe you can tackle one of those in 2022. Yeah, I was, so I am signed up for the, the IMT full um, this October. I think I'm going to probably drop that down as well. Um, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually speaking at the, uh, expo expo. Yes. I'm yeah. speaking at the expo. We're having a, a panel, um, kind of, uh, talking about, uh, running feats and that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm on that panel. And okay. So, well, so we're going to be, I'm going to be talking about a lot of the stuff I talked about today, but, uh, Talking about the running all the streets in Des Moines during the pandemic. All the streets and so, so Chris was interested. Chris Birch is interested in having you talk about that. Great. Yeah. That'll yeah. Be good. You'll you'll have to work on your presentation then for uh, yeah. what uh, what uh, some of the highlights that you have to work through in your mind. Yeah. The my favorite part to run in Des Moines was obviously it's south of Grand. Um, when, when I was running that, uh, that was in, in February when it was one of the coolest parts of the year. That was, there were some 20 below wind chill days. Um, and I was out there doing six to eight miles in the, in the hills there in south of Grand. So um, it was definitely memorable. Well, again, uh, good luck with your, uh, the Oktoberfest 6K uh, on October 2nd. I, I'd, I'd probably be interested in running it, but I've got this marathon out east called the Boston Marathon, and I'm kind of, yeah, it's like, I'm, so I got that coming up, so, uh, but yeah, maybe uh, the next year I can come out and and, uh, Great. and run in it, so. All right, well, thanks for having me on today, Lance, I appreciate yep. it. Thanks a lot, Matt.